You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today, you are in for a treat because we're going to dive down the sci-fi rabbit hole. That's right. Today, we are going to be talking about um, creativity and what that looks like and why creativity is so important. More importantly, my guest today is, well, he's a really good friend. I've known him for quite some time. We've done some work on together on some projects. He's a creator, he's a visionary, and he's changing the way Hollywood produces content and flipping the industry on its head. My guest today is Louis Olivius. He is the founder and CEO of uh, Cinematic uh, Cinematic. Louis, help me out here. I always butcher the name. <laughs> the, 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 the company is Cinema Galactic Inc. There you go, Cinema Galactic Inc. And folks, this is. Uh, this 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 show is going to be something that you're going to want to pay attention to because if you're tired of the same old just malarkey that's coming out of Hollywood, the fact that we haven't seen anything original in a very long time, and it's just essentially just regurgitation of old storylines, old concepts, and who can create the most CGI effects on screen, it's gotten old. The industry is stale, and and people know it, and it's showing. Its proof is in in the in the you know the box office where 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 movies are struggling nowadays, and streaming's coming along. There's all sorts of things coming in. So, Louis, you've been in this, you've been at this for for quite some time, and you are working on a couple of new projects. One, the Fidelis project, which that we we assisted with on and, and helping develop some of the arcs for the characters because uh, it's based in Homeland Security and so forth. But the big project I want to talk about is, is Jan Croon, which is completely, completely something new that we haven't seen before. Talk to me about Cinegalactic Productions. What 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 is it that your company is is trying to do? Well, first of all, Justin, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, so Jane Croon is a new sci-fi fantasy story world I created. It's based on my original screenplay and we're the fact that it's original, it's not based on an existing, you know, medium novel, whatever, uh, it's, it has, you know, it's some, that, that creates a huge challenge for us in today's entertainment environment. Um, so you know when you're when you're doing original content you have to find new and inventive and creative ways to get your story out and the the best way to launch new ips into the marketplace is with comic books or graphic novels so i was just mentioning to you so within the last few years there's been kind of a schism happening in in the comic book industry so in years past most of the top you know talent in in that industry were you know contractually obligated to your larger comic book companies like dc or marvel but within the last few years a lot of them have have gone independent and have really said look we're, we're tired of working on the same old stuff or and we're tired of the politics whatever 
And that opened the door for us to start approaching these really talented people to start working on new, new projects like Jane Croon. So um, first, the first guy we, we reached out to is uh, a two-time Eisner award-winning comic book writer named Mike Barron. And he wrote the Punisher series for Marvel in the 90s. So wow. Mike, Mike is actually, actually uh, adapting the screenplay into graphic novel format for us. So, and then we have another really talented illustrator named Henry Martinez, who also worked with Marvel and some other companies doing the illustration. So it's the graphic novel has really turned into a tool to um, get, get your story out there. It's the closest thing to actually making a movie without actually filming anything. It's, it's literally a, a, a two-dimensional representation of the film, uh, depending on your artist. But, um, you know, I have a good friend who is uh, a, the president of international distribution at a major studio. I won't say which one, but he and I have had major or, you know, frank and open conversations. And he, he was he admits to me, the studios do not develop new projects anymore. You have to yeah. go with a fully developed, fully monetized franchise for them to even think about, you know, making it into a movie. And he's like, Louis, your best bet is to finish your graphic novel and utilize that as your your pitch tool to start getting the word out about this new, this new sci-fi IP. Well, and, and I've seen, I've seen the first round of, of the graphic novel and it is unreal. If you, I mean, if, folks, if you love sci-fi, if you were looking for something fresh and new in the sci-fi world, you got to take a look at Jan Croon. I mean, some, and you, you even had artists that were, were part of the Star Wars, Luke, the Lucas world, right? That, that have yeah, yeah. So um, our initial concepts for, so I, I created with every big sci-fi story world, there's always a good versus evil story structure. And I created a new supervillain alien race called Croon. It's spelled C-R-O-N. And Terrell Whitlatch um was george lucas's creature designer on the star wars prequels she did the initial concepts of the crew and they just came out fantastic so we're super excited yeah, I, I, agree, I, I agree i agree <laughs> yeah we're we're super excited to show audiences this new super villain alien race and to be honest with you within the sci-fi you know fantasy you know genres uh it's the villains that really drive the the story and the franchise especially when it comes to merchandising and toys and stuff i mean the, it, if you have a, a a hero is only as strong as the villains they overcome so if you have a weak villain you're ultimately gonna have a weak hero so i made yeah. sure that i wanted to make one of the most visually stunning group of villains i could and i was just fortunate to get in front of terrell when i did and um i mean we're we're really excited to to to, to show showcase the the crew yeah this is this is folks uh uh if you were if you could remember what it was like in 1977 when you went out and saw star wars for the first time or or you saw star wars for the first time maybe it was 78 or maybe early 80s when you when you first saw star wars on the big screen and the creatures and the characters that they brought up and then all the new stuff that got created with the prequels 
when that came out and reinvigorated all that same feeling that we experienced in 1977, it, it, that's the level of of storyline and characters that are part of the Jankoon series. And I can hardly wait to see it come out. And, you know, folks, there's a lot that you can do to support this. You can go out there and you can get out and take a look at Jack Croon, go pick up a copy of the storybook um, and, and dive into it. Uh, Louis, I want to, I want to dive into the conversation of what's actually going on in Hollywood at the back end a little bit further. Cause I, I think a lot of people want to, it would be great to hear kind of an insider perspective of, of why we just keep seeing the same old, same old, but, before we do, where where can people go find more about Jen Crew? Pick up the graphic novel, get merchandise. Where can they go get all of it? Okay, so first, I just want to say that the graphic novel is not done yet. We're still endeavoring to finish that. We we're twenty two pages in um, of a ninety six page graphic novel, um, so it's still in the process. Um, we're exploring toy licensing. We have a great representative uh, representing us to um, the toy industry, but right now. We do have some initial Jane Crew merchandise like hoodies, shirts, hats, stickers, posters on janecroon.com. That's J A N C R O O N.com. And um, we literally just put up the shop page yesterday. So um, anything, any support you guys want to, your audience wants to throw at us, you know, pick up a, a, a t shirt, you know, that'll, anything will help. But um, in terms of the industry, um, basically Hollywood is that proverbial fortress that is designed to keep people out. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Um, and so for someone like me, who's just, I mean, a kid from Tempe, Arizona with no affiliation to Hollywood, you know, you have to, you have to think outside the box. You have to find different ways and different ways to get your stuff moving forward, you know, different products. Um, and it, it, it is a challenge, but it's not to say that it can't happen, you know? Um, so what it is, what, what happens is when you have an industry like Hollywood, that's so close to outsiders, you have, there's, there's a lack of new blood and new talent that entered the industry. And so the people inside the industry, it's only natural for someone to run out of ideas. And so what you happen, what happens is you have these people, they're still in industry that are just running out of ideas. And then that's when you get the repetition. That's when you get the remakes. That's when you get the reboots. That's when you get the sequels. And you should, I mean, if you look at the slate of films coming out over the next five years from the studios, I would say 90% of them are all rebakes, reboots, remakes, or sequels. And that's where the yeah, majority... It's, it's, uh... And this, this is this. I want to touch in here real quick because this is something that that I just want to look at from a from a different lens here. We, we, I know that the reason why they just spit stuff out is because it sells, right? Oh, here's a here's the same thing with the new actor, right? The right, right. Um, the in in the DC and Marvel worlds, that's kind of what the the multiverse the concept of the multiverse is created mm, for them right. is look we can we can spit out these types of movies left and right because all we have to do is throw a different actor in it with a different you know so like you know batman how many different batmans can there be now because 
it, it's it's because the multiverse exists, right? Which is great for actors, which is great for the creators that like 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 creating that. But from a consumer, uh, how many times do we need to see Batman on TV? How, how where's the new stuff, right? <laughs> what does that? What 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 do you what do you think that does to society as as a whole when we when we when we're limiting our own creative ability be it by the fact that we only consume the same stories over and over and over again. Well, I think part of it's intentional, um, which is probably a topic for an, another time. <laughs> um, but yeah, also, I would say that's by another conversation. <laughs> but um, also, you know, a lot of a lot of the repetitive superhero movies still still make money, and and because you know these characters are iconic, they're embedded in popular culture. So they are, they do, a lot of them are successful, at least, I mean, and when I say successful, they mean, it means they break even and the studio didn't lose any money. So they keep, they keep, you know, relaunching them and all that kind of stuff. But our our philosophy is, and what we believe is that, you know, there can, there can exist fan bases for all that content and still patron new IPs like Jane Crone. And I think it's it's vitally important for new new products and new new stories and new content to come out for a for a thriving and robust entertainment industry, because yeah. eventually, eventually, more and more people will get. It's called burnout. More and more people will experience burnout, and you'll have you'll see more layoffs at the studio level. I mean, Disney, as we speak, is laying off seven thousand people. And if they were in a, in a, on a um, hot streak right now, if they were, you know, making some money, they would be hiring more people, not firing. So, yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy because you, you would think, I mean, I look at it from, from like the business perspective. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I understand processes and systems and, and process, especially processes and systems that spit out money over and over and over yeah. again. Right. And, you know, that's one thing to do that, but it's like, at what point in time do you recognize that your audience has gotten freaking bored of seeing the same thing, or we'll just wait for it to come out on a free streaming video that costs us 10 bucks a month, right? Uh, just not going to the movie well, theaters because yeah. it's, it's why would I, why would we pay the ticket prices to go see the same thing over and over and over again? And that's, that's the problem that we're bringing a solution to something new and fresh and innovative and original. However, the, the, the real, the, and when it comes to money, it's always the fear of putting money behind something unproven. And that's the whole point of developing this on our own, you know, doing our own concepts, hiring artists, you know, putting out a graphic or a graphic novel, and hopefully uh, an action figure toy line that would be that is our goal is to put forth a graphic novel with an, uh, an adjacent toy line. But it, it's the fear of doing anything new. And yeah. um, that's ultimately um, big, our, our biggest obstacle. Um, we, there's the few people that have seen Jane Crone in Hollywood. There's never been any negative feedback. It's just they, they always say, Louis, this is really ambitious. And and Justin, that's code for man. This is going to take a lot of work. <laughs> so, yeah, and, you yeah. know. I, thank you for bringing that up because that's really what I was getting at. Was that 
it really seems that it's not so much about the money so much as it is about the laziness of Hollywood because they don't want to do the freaking work. Yeah. And that's, that's what we've encountered. So, you know, especially the, the, the gatekeepers of Hollywood, which are the agents and managers, um, they're, they're the people you come up first who you need to contact. And, you know, most, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, people, like you said, they're innately lazy. They want the highest reward for the most minimal work possible. And Jane Croon is a, is a high concept, ambitious sci-fi story world that, um, I mean, the few people have seen it is like, they use the word ambitious and I always know what they mean. They're like, okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to put in. <laughs> You're so, going to have to work for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, which is fine, you know, um, but you know, we're, we're excited because I know there's a need for original content and for, for new and, and creative story worlds to come out. And, um, you know, there, along the journey, there has been people in the industry that have read the script that have absolutely given us hope and, and that fire to move on. Like I, um, Sir Richard Taylor from Weta Workshop and Weta Workshop is the studio behind the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, R- Richard Taylor is a five-time Oscar winner. He, I managed to get him the script he absolutely loved it. He sent me a letter of intent and uh, we still plan on working with Weta Workshop for full story world visual development. Um, wow. But it's just, it's just, it's just like that. You, you hear that feedback and you're like, okay, we, we got something here, you know? And then of course, around that time, I was like, okay, maybe this is my, my big break. And I, of course I start showing people that letter and people are like, well, is he putting in any money? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and, and when a workshop is for hire, like the producers hire them yeah. to work on. And so I'm like, okay, this is not going to work. So, um, but it's just, it's just something you put in your, your back pocket and say, look, I have this person on board, this person, this person, and this is going to be a fantastic yeah. project. Let's, let's just keep moving forward. You know? Well, this is, this is, this is how, this is how the greatness gets done. I mean, this folks, this movie is going to get made one way or the other. I know Louie, he's been working on this for some time. The the amount of uh, pushback from the industry is is unreal. Um, they want you to come to, to the storyline. They want you to come to the table with a multi-million dollar franchise already established before they, they're even willing to consider uh, picking up any script nowadays. And um, it, it's really it, it's really being done out of laziness and out of and out of the fact that the you know what do we want to create new that like you said that's a whole other conversation why we're just seeing the same thing over and over and over again but folks this is this is me in my heart because i've been i've been involved with this project i've i've been there with Louis for the last, you know, however many years that we've that he's been working on this. And I can tell you this, the momentum that he has, the people he has on board, this movie will get made. It's just a matter of time. And if you're ever wanted to be at the start of something before it became huge and you want to fall in love with a whole new world and a whole new story, 
take a look at Jang Froon because the work that Louis putting out there, the storyline he's putting out there, and the team of people that he's built and continues to build as they continue to gain momentum is huge, and you're not going to want to miss it. Louis, one more time, where can people go find more information on Jang Kroon and everything that you're producing? Everything's at the website, jangkroon.com, J-A-N-C-R-O-O-N.com. And then from there, you can join our Discord Discord channel. Um, that's where I send a lot of messages to our fans, updates on progress, um, stuff like that. Awesome. And I got to ask you, do you have the the, the behind-the-scenes creation uh, video of the, the spaceport on there? Not yet. That will be uploaded uploaded uh, uh, within the next week. But that is a, that's a really cool behind-the-scenes. Yeah. So we're gonna I'm going to create a behind-the-scenes tab on the website, upload that video. And um, then you'll basically uh, to your audience, um, Emery Watson uh, was one of the lead concept designers on the Lord of the Rings. He designed the initial concept of the Galacticport Jane Croon. And so I, I recorded one of our sessions of working with him while he's designing the, the Galacticport. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty unreal uh, what he created as well. So make sure you go, uh, Go take a look at that, folks. Go take a look at Jan Croon. Step into something new. Open up your imagination and feel alive again when you're watching the movie. This is what Jan Croon is going to do. And until next time, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.